I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A reproductive health organization making the move to Carbondale this summer is expressing disappointment but not surprise over today's Supreme Court decision. Choices, which is based in Memphis, announced earlier this year they'd open a clinic in Carbondale in part because of Illinois' protections for abortion rights even in a post-Roe environment. Leaders at Choices say the data proves restrictions on abortion and reproductive health will lead to bad outcomes for women and families. They say they're working hard to maintain services for women who need care and hope to have their Carbondale facility open in August. GOP lawmakers in southern Illinois are pleased with the Supreme Court's ruling to vacate Roe v. Wade. 12th District Congressman Mike Bost of Murfreesboro wrote the court's decision will help save the lives of countless innocent unborn children and that the issue of life is one that got him into politics 40 years ago. At the state level, Senator Terry Bryant from Murfreesboro wrote sending the issue back to the states is the correct ruling. Legal scholars say the U.S. Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe v. Wade will have wide-ranging and long-lasting implications. WSIU's Jennifer Fuller has that story. SIU School of Law Dean Camille Davidson says the decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization is about far more than just abortion rights. She says the justices have ruled privacy is not protected in the Constitution. So if we're talking about issues of privacy, then we could see a slippery slope with respect to issues such as contraception, with respect to in vitro fertilization. So yes, it could be more than just abortion. It's about reproductive rights and reproductive justice. Davidson says there are also concerns that the decision could stretch into issues of marriage equality and more. She says Congress has the authority to act on legislation making abortion services legal nationwide and that voters may make their decisions in November based on what's happening now on the high court. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Illinois controller Susanna Mendoza weighed in on the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, calling the ruling one of seismic proportions. The thought that women today will have less rights and autonomy over their own bodies than their grandmothers did is something that should give us pause, right, and concern. So look, at the end of the day, this is a, a vital health care procedure that is necessary, that is a difficult one for many women to have to have access to, um, but it's still a necessary procedure that will continue. Mendoza also said she expected to see more clinics that offer abortions to open in Illinois as surrounding states restrict access to the procedure. Gun rights groups in Illinois are hopeful a U.S. Supreme Court decision Thursday will open the door for more Second Amendment rights in the state. Mawa Iqbal has more. The court's decision saying Americans have a right to carry guns in public will not directly impact Illinois' concealed carry laws. In Illinois, authorities must issue a concealed carry permit if a person meets the requirements, unlike in other states where there's more discretion. John Bach with Guns Save Life is hopeful judges will now reassess Illinois' gun laws, including the requirement of a firearm owner's identification card. Imagine having to pay a, a, a licensing fee to uh, attend church or to uh, read a book. That's how we look at the, uh, the FOID card and its uh, unconstitutionality. Gun Save Life has challenged the FOID Act in local and state courts. I'm Mawa Iqbal. The owners of Blue Sky Vineyard in southern Illinois are looking for any information to identify three people in connection with a retail theft that occurred at their winery this past Monday evening. They say vehicle registration information indicates they may have ties to Tennessee. Information can be forwarded to blueskyvineyard at gmail.com or call the Union County Sheriff's Department. 
You can see photos of the three suspects on our webpage. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.